0: Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Yesterday, the Padres won their third in a row. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. And today we've got Mike Janella here to talk about it, although we're not quite sure how the heck he got here. I've never been involved in
1: uh, in childbirth before.
0: Alongside Mike, it's Randy Jones, who will gladly explain to Mike how it is he got here, but he'll have to do it after the show. It will be released here on the, the family show. Right?
1: <laughs> this is, <yeah. laughs> this we're is not the there boys. 10 o'clock uh, episode. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all.
0: And rounding up the crew, the true source of all this baby talk amongst Padres baseball, Mike Grace. Uh,
2: my wife is six days late. Oh my. Giving birth to our first child.
0: Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Mike Grace.
1: Happy Friday. Welcome to Padre Social Hour. Yes, it's a three-game winning streak for the Padres. Yes, they will try and make it four in a row with a 5-10 first pitch from Milwaukee. And, yes, he loves it when you call him Big Papa. Mike Grace, the new dad, nice. first-time father, making his first oh, social job, hour man. appearance job. as a dad.
2: Thank you. Uh, I didn't do much, to be honest with you. Uh, my uh, wife did all the work. I can relate. And uh, it was a lot of hard work. But, man, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It's really cool. It's fun to watch baseball with a little guy. Just sit there. You, you already know. have
1: him watching games. I do. That does not surprise me one bit. I do, you.
2: man. It's uh, it, it's amazing. It really is. So <laughs> so happy. We're we're ecstatic.
3: That's awesome. Good. That's awesome.
1: And how everything? Wife good. Baby good. Everybody's set, healthy, you know?
2: man. Yeah, everybody's healthy. Uh, not too long of a labor. Uh, a lot of work for her, but uh, he's great. Um, healthy. You know, it, it's it's an unbelievable process. I know you've been there and, and done it a couple times
3: now, yourself. And is it s- still the same way? Like I, you're, you're all excited, and, and the baby comes, and they get settled into the room, and then the nurse says you gotta go. No, you need, she needs some rest.
0: No,
2: not no? at all. No, they. Uh, it's very holistic now, and like. I, I was with her the entire time. Right. Um, you know, they put the baby right on her right away to get that connection. And then once she's a little recovered, you get your own room. I slept in the room. Uh, wow. So we were there. So Man, you really never. Changed. Oh yeah. You really never leave the baby side. They don't, put them in the nursery like they used to. You can if, you know, he really needs some sleep if, they, if they're fussy, but yeah, no, with them the entire time.
1: Wow. Man, that's great. A lot has changed since your day. Well, she be a few here. years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, we <laughs> <laughs> did we have pictures of,
2: of Baby Grace? Blooper? Let's get see if we take guy? a look
1: at him here. Yeah, making his, uh, his television
2: debut. All All right. Right. Oh, there he is. That's his baseball blanket, too. <laughs> That's a good-looking kid, Gracie. That's Must awesome. take
1: after his mom. Not, he really does. Absolutely. <laughs> and it. there you go. Got his uh, MLB at-bat app open on the iPad watching games less than a week old. I love it. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. I, I feel like I can be objective. I don't think he's too weird of a looking baby. You know, like... No, it's a good-looking kid. I, I've seen I, weird I, babies. I mean, That's a good-looking baby. Babies look weird, but babies I think he looks look relatively weird. normal. Some babies do. Some come babies on, man. come out, and you're like, so, what happened
1: here? No, this is a good-looking kid. Amen. Hey, Oh, yeah, blooper eh. of all people should talk. I would love to see eh. his baby <laughs> photo. Um, <laughs> that's,
2: a, that's a fun segment down the road. Yeah, let's have uh, let's a blooper. Yeah, all Baby right. <laughs> blooper. Fun,
1: maybe not the right word for it. Very handsome baby. Nice. Um, send, send, you know what? I tweeted this out earlier, and I want those watching maybe that missed it. Yep. For Mike race, any parenting advice, fatherhood advice that those of you uh, in the audience have, use hashtag PadresSH. I'm sure we'll get some good ones. We'll get some funny ones. We'll, we'll get, get some TMI, jokes. Man, but we're going uh, to see what the Padres social hour universe has to say about raising a child. So I'll take it. I will Grace take it all, advice. too.
2: I will take all that advice. I, I'm soaking it all in, so I'm ready. <laughs> I already picked this guy's brain. So. I like it.
1: No, it's great. Uh, yeah, so hashtag PadresSH as always. And of course, there's the chat happening at slash social hour as well. All right, let's get uh, back to uh, the grown boys, the Padres themselves. And before we get to uh, yesterday's game and that three game winning streak Friday the 13th today a lot of uh, negative news coming out of Padres camp today and we're going to start with the uh, AMR injury report because right before we went on the show uh, it was announced Andrew Kashner to the DL the right hamstring strain good. they were holding him back seeing if he'd be able to get back on track and not have to miss a start he was supposed to start maybe yesterday and then today potentially tomorrow not happening he's now on the 15 day DL I mean, this throws everything into a huge tailspin starting rotation-wise for the next couple of days.
3: Yeah, it, it does happen, you know, and especially a hamstring with a pitcher, any type of you know, leg injuries and how much you use your legs. Especially you're a big boy like Kaschner. Yep. Uh, you better be 100% or you're just going to re-injure it even worse. So, uh, you know, you know, just got to go on the caution side and, and get him healthy.
1: It's what Andy Green said. It's They'd rather him miss a start or two now than eight weeks the that, rest of the summer. Yeah,
2: I agree. And, and it makes sense. I mean, they need the roster spots right now with so many injuries and somewhat of a tired bullpen that they can't just let him hang out and wait for his next start. They needed to get another pitcher in there. Uh, I'm sure they will at some point. I know there's been a lot of roster shuffling there. But it, it's tough. I mean, you know, when they're in the spot they're in. But the other side of it is, though, they're playing well, mostly because of the pitching. The pitching's been so it's fantastic. Phenomenal. But if you can get through something like that, like, all right, you win You win the bullpen day, find a way to win bullpen day, man, that's just going to send you right well, and the, do some really the positive The problem, energy. though, is
1: that, I mean, depending, Christian Friedrich gets the start tonight. His yep. first big league start since 2014. It might be a bullpen night tonight and a bullpen day tomorrow. This could be a very tough 48 hours because it's going to be literally all arms on deck. Well,
3: you, you hope not. You know, and you, you really do. But I think uh, the biggest thing is Shields being able to go a little bit deeper. You know, help help the bullpen. That was big yesterday. Every every little bit helps. And uh, they'll rise to the occasion. That's what the boys know how to do We
1: talked about this the other day. The hamstring thing, I mean. It's unbelievable. Is this past coincidence? Do they have to do a different stretching program? Is this something that they have to look into? I mean, I feel like
2: what we've seen of Andy Green, he really pushes these guys to do all the proper stretching, all the proper maintenance on their bodies. But, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if you are, Randy. But, I mean. It's just bizarre. Just so many it's, hamstrings it's, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I can't I mean, believe it. It's it's, it's really really weird.
3: I don't know if it's the weights or you know.
1: I don't. I mean, it's, are, it's. I think
3: they're stretching probably enough.
1: Maybe too much. I don't know. Yeah, we're not doctors, but uh, i would be very interested to see if, if anyone out there is a doctor watching this or some kind of physician. Let us know because well, I'm, I'm it's sure gotten to
3: a point where it's it's. Well, the trainers got they got to be shaking their heads. What's going on? Right. You know, Have to I mean they, they try to prepare the guys the best they can. But, you know, all of a sudden, these guys are, you know, something. we had a sniper somewhere around here shooting them.
1: Yeah, going right for the backs I'm of the legs. Uh, other updates. So, Derek Norris, he left the game last night, was hit by a pitch on the hand. Says, uh, not starting today, but is available to pinch hit, Andy Green says. So, it should be just a well. couple of days. Hopefully we'll avoid a DL stint uh, for him. I mean, you take 95 right to the hand, and when a guy like Norris has to come out of the game, you know it's pretty serious. Uh, But yeah, he uh, thankfully, uh, for now at least, uh, should not miss too much time. But, uh, man, that looked painful last night. It always reminds video. me of
2: Jeff Bagwell. He used to take those all the time. So remember he had that big yeah, batting, the glove, huge, huge yeah. pad because he got hit like three times and he got his hand broken. It's so scary. I mean, you, you have no control as a batter there. Yeah, especially. North, North nothing is, you can do. He's but a tough kid. I mean, and then um, to receive 95 as a catcher with that same hand, I mean, that's just going to – have to aggravate it. So hopefully he can get that healthy. And another, not come back day, too another day quickly. in the
1: big leagues. Yeah. So uh, d- yeah, I'm sure he won't be rushing it either. Uh, Jamil Weeks uh, had his MRI results come back yesterday. He's one of the other hamstring guys. Two to three weeks he'll be out. Then they'll reevaluate him then to see what's up. Good. And uh, otherwise, uh, status quo on Tyson Ross. Nothing new from him. How about uh, Salarte and, and, and Amorista in Arizona? They haven't taken at bats yet, live at bats yet, I don't think, but doing BP fielding work. They're coming along and Spangenberg a little bit behind them. So. Those guys, nothing too new, but man, hey, kudos to this team for getting three in a row with that's all this going on around
2: They're them. They're actually yeah. playing well without these guys, and so you got to think once they get them back, that can only be a
3: positive. Hopefully, well, you would think so. You but, would think, yeah. Then you it, talk about chemistry and all with that these stuff, injuries, but, though. Yeah. You know, you're going to get exposed sooner or later. Yeah, depth. I think
1: depth is important, and as depth keeps going away, that's you yeah. can only keep that tightrope walk going for so long. Uh, So that's the injury report, one we've had to go to, unfortunately, a lot uh, early this season. But it's brought to us by American Medical Response, the emergency medical response team for Petco Park. They want to remind you to stay safe, San Diego. To learn more about AMR, visit amr-sandiego.com. The other news uh, from today, uh, we're saying goodbye to someone, for now at least, Jabari Blash. He was designated for assignment He's a Rule 5 guy. He had to be on the roster, the 25-man roster, all year to stick with it. Right. And he just wasn't getting those chances, so the Padres now uh, designating him for assignment. He's got to uh, pass through waivers and get offered back to the Mariners. The Padres may still try and trade to get him back. Uh, Andy Green saying in his pregame press c- or media session today that uh, they'd love to have him back in a trade to get him down to AAA. But, uh, I mean, he just he wasn't getting the chance. Is this the right move, or you would have held on to him a little bit longer at the Big League Club?
3: I think right now it's the right move. I think it might have been a little bit too early for him. He did not get any at-bats, and I think this young man needs more at-bats. You know, refine the swing, get a little bit more disciplined. Uh, it's not an easy thing what he's been trying to do with, you know, just occasional at-bats and, and starts. So I think for the, it's the best for the ball player. And uh, also, well, there's needing the space. I mean, you don't have a – you know, it's a tough decision, but you don't have a lot of choices, I don't think.
1: Outfield was the last place they had room for people. If he right. could play short or right. second base or third, then that would have been great. But
3: Yeah, no, I, I think uh, the Rule 5
2: is such an interesting gamble. So, you know, they, they take a guy with some potential. Think about keeping him on the big league roster. But at the same time, they've got to see what they've got with their current guys. So, Melvin and John Jay and Matt Kemp. And all those guys have played really well. Yes, they are. So, have. if Andy Green – who has said those who play well are going to earn their playing time. He can't take those guys off the field to give Jabari Blash a chance. Now, you know, Melvin Upton hasn't been great in the past few years, so maybe there was going to be an opportunity there. It just didn't arise. No. And, and there was no way that Blash was going to be good as a pinch hitter. He's It has it, never been the role he's been. He, he started baseball late in his life. So, I mean, he needed to play every single day, and it wasn't there. And, you know,
0: well, Risk a, reward on
2: what this right. guy could be the in the future is all you, it is. I mean, you
3: had to keep him, you know, or you were going to lose him anyway. Just, right. just send him back, you know. So right. they, I think what they, everyone, roll the, they roll the dice with him. Right. What
1: everyone thought, to your point, Gracie. I think in spring training, hey, if Melvin Upton is, uh, you know, toast now, if he's the exp- expiration date's passed, we have this insurance policy. Take a flyer, yeah. lottery ticket, but Melvin's been great, and we saw that again last night. Right. There's nowhere to put Jabari, and, and we you, love him, great guy. But and, he, and it's he all had about it's
2: all about assets at this point. Melvin Upton has made himself a solid asset. Valuable. Now his salary it might not make him as valuable as he is as a player, but if he keeps playing at this level, and if the Padres don't get into any kind of contention, he could be moved as a valuable Uh, asset for something, because I mean, he could do a lot for a team, the way he plays defense, and what he's doing, power and speed, uh, you know, his value right now was far superior to what Jabari Brash Uh, 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 could possibly bring, even into the future, so it's all about that risk-reward down the road.
1: Yeah, he was I mean, a great guy, great look, great build, great name, very fun for Twitter, that's going to be sad to go, but yeah, he deserves better, deserves more playing time and we'll see uh, if our paths cross again down the road with Jabari. Um, Alright, we're going to get to uh, yesterday's game in just a little bit but first the tweets are coming in for you Michael Okay, already. nice. Uh, so our first one from uh, Tom Hughes T O M says, "Just enjoy it." That's his invite, his advice. Oh no, sorry, we had the first one from Beth Higgins. Sorry, Beth. Uh, B Par 66 says, "Babies expend their excess energy by crying. Let them cry a bit before all picking right. them up, especially
2: at night." That's a good one. I Interesting. Think.
1: I wouldn't have thought that. Thank no, you. No, me Beth. neither. Uh, here's Tom says, uh, "Enjoy it. They grow up so fast. It's hard to take it all in. Changes your life in a great way." So. Uh, not tangible advice in terms of something you can do, sure. but you know, good emotional advice to really drink it all in because I'm sure it will go by. I've heard that from Mike a lot Craig. of parents that it
2: goes fast.
3: Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, again, keep uh, keep your parenting advice for a new dad, Mike Grace, coming in at hashtag PadresSH. Uh, you might need uh, some advice, some of those late nights uh, coming up in this read right here. <laughs> Shake, sip, and stir at Padres Cocktail Fest, Mike. I'm sure you'll want to pour yourself a drink every once in a while. Presented by Southwest Airlines and supported by Las Vegas. Stroll down to Petco Park on Friday, May 20th before the Padres and the Dodgers at 740. Sample handcrafted cocktails from your favorite San Diego restaurants and bars. Tickets at Padres.com party. We'll break down that 3 nothing win from Milwaukee last night right after this. You're watching Padres Social Hour.
0: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: We're here in the AMR studio, less than an hour away from first pitch between the Padres and the Brewers, game two of their three-game set. Uh, also, by the way, Happy Top Gun Day! I know you love these days, Randy. Jeez. This must be a good one for you.
3: Happy Top Gun Day!
1: And don't think we're not going to have some fun with that a little bit later on. I just wanted to plant the seeds now so that you guys don't think we forgot about it. It's going to be a good one. He's Randy loves this. He's lost that love and feeling. He Look so at has. Him. Yeah. He So has.
3: I'm telling you right now.
1: The pattern is full. It's what Randy's telling every, us. <laughs> yeah, every day. A, <clears throat>
3: every day is a certain day.
1: It is. Every day is a day, Randy. Especially when you're around. Um, all right, let's get to uh, <laughs> let's get to yesterday's action. game uh, for the Padres in their favor. And um, James Shields, awesome. Melvin Upton Jr., awesome. Uh, In fact, Melvin, with his performance last night, was our hero of the game. And he had a hand in all three runs, as well as the pitching's gone. I mean, you're not going to win a game without scoring some runs. Uh, Melvin ends up putting up a line of three for four, two runs, two ribbies. Had the home run yesterday. Uh, I mean, an awesome performance. We were just talking about his value last segment. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? He had himself a great game.
3: He's doing it right, too. I mean, love his attitude, his approach day in and day out, his work ethic. He's been, you know, he's been phenomenal. I and mean, it's it in spring training and talking to him, and he goals that he'd set probably for himself this year and, you know, really be, try to become the player that he was, you know, and he was a little bit frustrated I think, the last couple of years. So, I mean, he went right after it. He's taking control of that left field job right now and, and getting it done in that lineup. i'm very very impressed with what we've seen from him and and he's competing oh no he's making a difference. is he
1: surpassing meeting or still maybe not delivering on expectations you thought of him when he first arrived last year or even in spring training
2: i think he's surpassing what i thought of him coming here i mean i think he's still far away from the potential that everybody saw from when he was drafted and when you see the athletic tools i mean he is so strong for his frame. Well, you're I mean, getting it's a glim- unbelievable. You're getting
3: a glimpse of it right
2: now. You really but, are. The, the, the ball you know, he hit last night to left center, I mean, just he, he flicks quick, the wrist, and quick, he is yeah, so quick hands, strong.
3: You see that in him. You see it in Myers a lot, those quick hands, just just amazing. Yeah,
1: no, Melvin still looks like he's 25, and that's what people forget. He's into his 30s now. He's been around a long time. <laughs> he may never become Tampa Bay. Melvin again, but I think for what we uh, expected spring training, he's definitely delivering What I'm seeing
3: right now, I'm enjoying it.
2: I mean, I think there's honestly something real quick, just that not playing with his brother is a good thing. I think there's some weird expectations. His brother can be so good. That he's probably trying to live up to something when he plays with them. I mean, especially
1: you assume two brothers, oh, they'll both be great. It'll be uh, a Bash brothers,
2: but actually a sibling know, thing. And y- then if one of you's not. You've got a up, decent sample size again. of them playing together. And, yeah. and, and
3: also, I think what he's playing every day, and I think that's making a difference with him as well now. Any guy, yeah. You know, his approach is better. It's improved. He's healthy. That's probably very, very important. But being out there every single day and knowing it. You yeah. know, it just made a
1: difference. For sure. Uh, so that's Hero of the Game. It's brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit heroprogram.com to learn more. So he was our Hero of the Game, those of us here on uh, this side of the room, me and Blooper. But don't want to discredit James Shields, seven shutout innings, nine strikeouts. So to you guys, who was the more impressive performance last night, Shields or Melvin Upton? Shields. Want to explain yourself? Or sure? just you're, you're, <laughs>
3: number one, you're going that extra seven innings. You're spelling the bullpen. They need a little bit of rest. They've been worked. They were taxed, a doubleheader. Everything that went on you know, before this, you know, I thought that was special. And also, you know, I, I'll, I'll do a third. I think, you know, Christian Bittencourt coming in and, you know, picking up the catching duties and the great job the game he called and everything else, I think he's doing a whale of a job back there. I know he worked really hard in spring training on his fundamentals behind the plate. But calling the game, everything that I've seen from him, I'm, I'm totally impressed. I like it. I mean, wow. we, we saw it from Renee Rivera as a backup catcher and, and what, what difference he made when he came over here and, and picked the ball club up. And right now, I think Christian Bittencourt can do the same thing. I'm, I like what I see from him as well.
2: Yeah, no, Shields was great. And it's amazing what he does when he can keep that changeup down. I mean, the changeup was down all night and getting lots of swingy strikes, the big double plays. Uh, but just overall, I'd say Melvin, for me, was the guy, you know, last night. I mean three different plate appearances that really made a big difference. I mean, Shields kept a in, got it to the bullpen. But, uh, you know, the pitching's been great. So to get that offense finally, I think that's a, a big key to last night's game, or the key. So I, I know you're always going to have your pitcher's backs, but uh, well, of course. I'm, I'm going to take Melvin on that one.
1: Uh, yeah, pitcher hitter. What about another guy, and we've talked about him at length, he's been on the show, Ryan Buchter, comes in. First save opportunity. This guy – not even on a major league roster last year. He gets a minor league deal. He has one inning pitched in his big league career. Now he gets a save opportunity. Uh, I mean, someone else that just yesterday I felt with a 3 nothing lead, things could have gone a bit askew with Roddy not available. How important was he yesterday? Where do you rank him in terms of the, the – uh, obviously behind Upton and Shields, but well, holding down that important of a game has got to be uh, worth the tip of the cap
3: too. He's definitely been a pleasant surprise, getting the opportunity in the big leagues. And, and he's making the most of it, and, and that's what you need. You need guys to step up in this scenario, and, and, and I mean, Buckner, he's done it. I mean, it's amazing, you know, one pitch, you know, pitcher, but with the movement that he has on it. Is, he, is you know, that what it is? Is, it, is straight, it his so. movement, or it's, is it the
2: fact that he can pitch up and down all around? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's that, unbelievable.
3: It's, it's, it's that little bit of movement that okay. he has on that cutter, you know, and he can throw it to both sides of the plate, and that little bit of movement is just enough, and he'll, he'll change speeds with a little bit. And then that's all you have to do. It's not, it's not everything's 95, 95, 95. Right. And you know, when, you know, when all of a sudden you're going away from him with a little cutter to a right-handed, you know, hitter, and it's now it's 92 with a little bit of movement. It doesn't take much movement. Let me ask you. Know, you guys, to get that that foul ball or, right. or the pop up.
1: Let me ask you guys this, and I just put a poll out right now on my hand to let Mike Janella. We love these polls because we like hearing what you guys have to say. Also, search hashtag Padres SH talking about Bookter and I was reminded about uh, we had a very similar conversation about Drew Pomeranz a couple days ago what's made him so effective who do you think has been the better or the more impressive find for the Padres a guy like Bookter who was really pulled off the scrap heap from nothing or a guy like Pomeranz who had a track record that didn't really indicate he would perform like this at all but now is the staff ace
2: I'm going to say Pomerantz. I'm uh, going to say Pomerantz. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that, one, he has to go through the lineup a few times. Two, there is a book on him. He's been in the big leagues long enough. He's just kind of finally reaching some of that potential you saw as him, of him as a first-rounder. And the bullpen is just so, I mean, well, and not to take Pomerantz, anything away from it, right? He Bookter. was
1: a number five overall pick. Yeah. We knew this was in there somewhere. Booker, nobody could have put- ever seen this coming. And he's been, I mean— one right. of the best relievers, not just on this team, but and in the he, league. I
3: think he's got to do it a little bit longer before I give him the Cy Young Award, Mike. I mean, well, you know, he's been really good, and I'm really happy about this, and we got to build off of that. But also that second and third time going going through these teams and everything else, you know, we still got to find out.
2: Yeah, you, you uh, Andy said it last night. He said the reason that he put him in the ninth was that he felt like the fact that these guys hadn't seen him before, well, exactly. and then part of that lineup gave him a bit of an advantage and, and, and a there, psychological believe advantage Believe there are him. always
3: adjustments in this game, and they continue. I don't care how many years you've been around, there's always little adjustments. You've got to tweak or a certain hitter. And he's going to have to go through some of those, I think, before he gets yeah. done.
2: And, and not to take away anything from bookter because no. he's, been, he's been amazing. But, but what Drew Pomerantz has done, it, it's very similar to what Tyson Ross did. And it's funny that they both came from the A's in a trade where you probably didn't give up that much. I mean, you look at Yonder Alonso. He's really struggling over there for the A's. I know. So, I mean – Really, you cleared out a spot where you needed
3: to make a position well, for Will Myers. You got a guy I, I, in that's
2: I, like looking like a number two or number three pitcher from the left side of the mound. I it, mean, that's, it, well, that's your starters, such an asset.
3: Two-year starters go down immediately, you know, and, and Pomerantz has really stepped up and picked that rotation up. Yeah, we were debating yesterday, is he the
1: staff ace? And Annie and Bob were kind of, uh oh, maybe not yet. I think by default he kind of is, but by performance he is too. He's the only guy right now every fifth day. Shields is getting back to that for me. Uh But Pomeranz, he's the only guy I've been trusting every fifth day to deliver.
2: When Pomeranz hasn't had his best stuff, he's still battled through and put up a lot of zeros. That's the thing about James Shields. When he has a bad day, he's going to give up two, three home runs, and that puts you behind the eight ball. Now he hasn't been getting any run support for the most part, so you can't put it all on him because he usually gets you a quality start. But that's not what you're looking for out of your ace. Like you're saying, Pomeranz is putting up lots of zeros and finding a way to eat up innings even if he doesn't have his
3: best stuff. And And striking guys out. Oh, the, 9, and, Well, 10 that's the, the game. big thing. I mean, to stay with that breaking ball. I know he's throwing a lot of curveballs, but, you know, the way he throws it, the technique, and you got to stay with it. All right, maybe, you know, like a couple of games we've seen, it's not as consistent. He's not throwing it for strikes. But you got to stay with it. You can't just go back to the fastball. And I think in the past, that's what he did, and would try to nibble and and be too perfect. Yeah. And now he's getting you know, a little bit freer with that, a little more confidence, where he knows he can get that curveball in a good spot, and, and he's getting it done. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's yeah. doing well. Uh, the guys over at Gaslamp Ball, just to put a bow on yesterday's game, I don't know who has time to do this research. They found that game number 36 of a season—that was what last night's game was—is uh, was the lowest winning percentage of any game number in Padres history. The <laughs> franchise was nine and 47 on every game 36 they ever played. They won last night. You gotta love that kind of research, huh, Randy? Scary boys. That's crazy. right? That's one of their things. They love. They they love dive uh, into those numbers. The the numbers like that. That was crazy. Um, We're getting some more tweets. Some more advice for you, Mike, and fatherhood. Uh, This one from Brent at AGDragon78. I love this. When pinch hitting during the quote unquote change, always cover the quote unquote bat so the sprinklers don't go off.
2: It's funny. I actually well knew said, that. Right? Well said, man. Well put. I, I knew that, and I've already gotten uh, – I oh, yeah, already had a the rain delay. Yeah, I know, rain first delay, one out man. There. A little Bellagio <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> no, but uh, I, can see I appreciate you. the good thought. I can
3: see you in goggles and everything else. Oh, yeah, oh it's, yeah. It's like, it's yeah, like a postseason right. celebration. <laughs> 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 Budweiser in one That's hand,
1: good. baby, and the other, goggles on the eyes. I love Uh And now this, I did not put this in to be shown. I think Blue had something to do with this. Of course, he tweeted it. He says his mom's watching and sends oh him this, God. a very handsome very baby. Handsome it's baby. a picture of baby blooper. You asked for this, Grace. Look what you've wrought upon our now, now audience. Now, you That's know what's beautiful nice. about this
2: is he can never deny being a ginger ever again. From that day one. Is, that cool. is a ginger oh, yeah. baby right there. The, oh, the best is my mom text, in the text said you were a ginger back then. Back St- then. Still are, buddy. Was yeah. that
1: a, what's on your shirt? Is that a... Patriotic snowman? Yeah, it looks like like you're, I can't even. It looks like tell you're about to cry again, too. You're about to cry again.
2: I think that's the last time you wore a tank top. You gotta maybe. be
1: blooper. <laughs> blooper, sun's out, guns out from day one and never again. Ooh. So handsome. So good. <laughs> so oh, man. Goodness. Sorry for that audience, but it's good for us. It was worth a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, we're going to come back and uh, keep this train rolling. But first, uh, congrats to the class of 2016. The Padres invite you and your family to class of 2016 night and encourage you to wear your school colors. Thursday, May 19th, when the Padres take on the Giants at 6:10. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a Padres hat with graduation tassel. Tickets at Padres.com/slash-theme-games. When we come back, we're going to find out our Top Gun call signs for Top Gun Day. Randy's looking forward to that, I bet. This is Padres <laughs> Social Hour.
0: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
1: We're feeling the need, the need for speed here in the AMR studio. As we mentioned earlier, happy Top Gun day. You knew that I was planning it because I got my aviators, brought them from home nice thumbs up guys or thumbs down?
2: Mm. well done
1: bloopers not a fan he hates aviator glasses I
2: just just think they've gone out of style a little bit.
1: These are timeless these are a a classic Um, so it's top gun day Uh, of course the movie everyone knows it especially around here they do the video board segment here and I'll take these off so I can see you guys uh, clearly The reason it's Top Gun Day, so the movie came out on May 16th when it was released. The guys who created it, it's topgunday.com, I think. It's gotten nationwide. uh, They messed up. The first year they did this, they made all these T-shirts, all these graphics, all this stuff, and they put May 13th instead accidentally, and they just ran with it. And at that point, it was too far. They couldn't change it. So now every year, people get to say Top Gun quotes and wear their aviators and rewatch the movie. So, Randy, that's why today is the big day. I see. So –
2: I don't want to. I don't want to pump the competitor, but we can go over to Kansas City barbecue and, and get some of that if you want. No, you know I'm good. I'm you know. <laughs> right. I mean, just, have you ever I, been? I, I you know, that's where the the bar scene. You know, over there, course, right by the uh, by the Marriott, and the Hyatt. There. That's fun. Yes. So, Randy, Randy's starting to get Randy, angry. It was, uh, it was. No, it was uh, a great movie. It's a great. movie. You know, Randy, you're dangerous. movie. Huh? You're dangerous. got to
1: do the teeth bite, too, Val Kilmer style. There you go. <laughs> uh, I came up for Top Gun Day with uh, call signs for all you guys. I can't wait. So you go to topgunday.com, and you type in your first and last name, and they give you, like, you know, uh, Pete Mitchell was Maverick. There's Goose, Iceman, etc. So uh, I already tweeted one out, bloopers. If you haven't seen it, we're going to save that for the end. Cause it's the oh best one. Oh, my God. Um, so, Randy, yours was... Wrong way, Randy. Wrong way, Jones. Wrong way. Interesting, yeah. the left hander from the wrong side. They, wrong must, they must have known you. And that's all you do is give your first and last name. They knew nothing else about you. So that one pretty wrong good. Way. All right, Gracie, okay. you were acid. Mike Acid Grace. I don't know acid? what that means, but acid. that sounds dangerous. <laughs> that yeah. wow. Mine was Slama. S L A double M A. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama slammer Mike uh, Janelle. Like the All sl- right, bloopers. Like yeah, bloopers was Seth. This is the best. Apple Bottom Foster, which was <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Why? I don't know. I just put in the name. And I they, think it's and they, very they, clear. It, it's great. Apple, Boots yeah. with the fur. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty apparent to me. <laughs> so good. Oh my uh, god. So make sure to uh, get yourself your <laughs> call sign. I don't think that'll be on a Happy shirt either. a day, show. everybody. Uh, no, I think we could change not. that. <laughs> All right. Um, now I'm gonna put you, Gracie, as we move on from Top Gun, but not for movies on the Cholula hot seat. Yeah. Because yesterday we were talking about sports movie or baseball movies, and everybody was sending in their favorites. And then Gracie tweeted us after the show. Said, "I don't have just a top three because we had a top three favorite movies here yesterday, Randy." He says, "I have a top 31." And then today he tweeted out a picture with all 31 movies in there. Yep. And let see if we'll, we'll try while you're talking, Mike, to wow. get your list loaded up. But uh Defend yourself, because there were a lot of people... Defend myself? Yeah, what are you, for what? How dare you, sir? So, well, for Love of the Game, you had really low... People love that movie somehow. I don't I League don't of understand. Their Own was very underranked, they said, from you. Well, so, you're detractors. Give them all you got right now.
2: For Love of the Game is awful. That's a terrible movie. Like, you've got really great commentary from Vince Scully. You've got actually pretty good baseball for about 20 minutes and then you have this just awful non-romantic comedy with Kelly Preston and Kevin Costner it's just so unwatchable they, they I know Bill Simmons has talked about getting like an editor's cut, like 20 minutes of just the baseball, and you'll have this really good baseball movie. But the rest of it, it's just unwatchable. A League of Their Own, on the other hand, is Which a you very – we, we
1: have your list, and we finally yeah. found it. You have that ranked as the 12th best baseball movie. And that doesn't
2: make it a bad baseball movie. A lot of people I, I had think, it in
1: their top three yesterday that were too And, and that's us.
2: fair. I mean, th- this is very subjective, but I think it's just – I, I like the movies ahead of it better, and you know, if you want to question me on any of them, I will answer those questions. But I just think it's a good baseball. You like movie. Moneyball
1: more than The League of Their Own?
2: I do. I do. Uh, you know, hmm. I. It's not the most factually accurate baseball movie, <laughs> but it's an incredibly well-made movie. It's probably not the best baseball movie, but it's a very well-acted, well-written movie. Uh, it's funny, Grady Fuson, who's portrayed in that movie and gets fired by Billy Bean, right. uh, a guy that we uh, got to know pretty well here. He never actually got fired by Billy Bean. That was, uh, that was made uh, up for the movie. movie. Only in, in the, movie the movie did that, that happen, you know. a lot of that stuff. But I just thought it was a really good baseball what movie. Was,
3: what was his number one, The Natural? The Natural. I love The Natural. A baseball movie. His oh. top
1: three, Natural, Bad News, Bears in major league. That's Gracie's top three. Well, you I, like it.
3: I like the Bad News Bears. It's good one, yeah. You know, like Bull Durham. You got a little butter crud in you, that's for sure. I like that. <laughs> you know,
0: I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I can right. see
3: me being that little league coach. I can see that you know, no, too, you yeah. Guys, You're very uh, much a butter a maker. A you know. Yeah. yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No,
1: Gracie was uh, was <laughs> getting after <laughs> it on Twitter today. So you've made your point for some of the more contentious arguments people are Yeah, and, and
2: hopefully some people check out some of the lesser known movies in there. Like Sugar is a fantastic baseball movie. It's about Dominican kids and what they go through. Hopefully people check things like that out. There's some really good movies in there.
1: All right. Well, there you go. Mike Grace's uh, movie review. Uh, So you're off the Cholula hot seat now, Gracie. All right. Uncap real flavor with Cholula hot sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We did also want to update uh, one more poll that we had yesterday on hashtag PadresSH. What would you guys most want to see live at a baseball game? We ran this poll all day. We said we were going to reveal the results today. Either a 20-strikeout game, a perfect game, a four-home run game, or an unassisted triple play. Which one would you most want to
3: see? What do you think? (laughs) You want to guess? I mean, The perfect game.
1: uh, More than the 20 strikeout game. Oh, yeah. Scanlon picked 20 Ks yesterday.
3: That's fine. He says it's more dominant sometimes than a perfect game. He too hard trying to punch everybody out. The perfect game is what I want. I'd love to see that.
2: It was between perfect game for me, but I voted for home run game. Me
1: too. That's what I did yesterday. I,
2: I, I mean, to me, like. The the excitement for those at bats has got to. It becomes an event within the
1: game. Yeah, that's what I was. I mean, anywhere
2: you can be on par with hard hitting Mark Witten, that's when that's what you want to be. Of
1: course, that's uh, that's a good career uh, career goals. What were the other ones? Twenty strikeout game, perfect game, game. four home run game, or an unassisted triple play. Unassisted. Yeah, those are four of the most rare feats. That had to come in last. Uh, It did. So the final results: triple play, only two percent of the vote. Uh, four home run game came in third 8% of the vote 20 strikeout game 11% 79% of people picked the
2: perfect Perfect game game. it was a hard choice we
1: think it was because a lot of Padres fans voting haven't ever seen a no hitter because we even had one person yesterday who was it Ed I think uh Cranky head tweeting in, if it was the, for the Padres, perfect game. If it was any other team I was a fan for, 20 strikeout game. <laughs> so we think it maybe skewed the influence just a little bit. Definitely a little bit. Yeah. Uh, blooper, you said perfect game, right? So congratulations. You won the poll, I Good, guess.
2: Definitely perfect game, no doubt. Like the anticipation for an at bat, like the anticipation as the game goes on for a perfect game has to be unreal. Uh, home runs are so exciting. I mean, and to get to that third one and then like the anticipation of a fourth at bat. Yeah, and then I when I mean, it actually happens, unbelievable. Awesome.
1: Um, All right, so those uh, are the conclusions of our couple polls we've been running the last couple of days. So thank you for voting if you have, and if you haven't, well, let us know why not and what you think. Uh, In the meantime, be at Petco Park on Sunday, May 22nd to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140. Snag a free Padres All-Star Game-themed reusable bag presented by MLB Network. All fans in attendance will receive a bag. Tickets available at Padres.com. We're going to keep this thing rolling, getting you set for Game 2 of Padres and Brewers. We're coming back on Social Hour right after this.
0: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: Christian Friedrich getting the start for the Padres tonight, looking to extend a couple streaks. Their 23-inning shutout streak for the pitchers. That's nice after That's the offense beautiful. had the shutout streak going. Definitely. Also, a three-game winning streak is right now the longest in the National League. So, take it you can get them. Trying to go for four in a row. Well, we set the Five, Cubs seven. into
2: a death spiral. We to, definitely for for sure. sure.
1: Yeah, smart. Although, uh, they won today, so they're uh, getting yeah, a little uh. bit back on track. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, one more tweet. we got tweets coming in. Mike Grace, a new dad... Uh, less than a week old, right? I mean, the baby five days. Dad. Yeah, brand yeah. Brand five days. Spanking new. So uh, on hashtag PadresSH, we ask for a bunch of advice. If you have any fatherhood or parenting advice. And uh, at Padres underscore fans 19 says, don't leave your crayons in the sun. So once once the baby starts getting into coloring, smart. That makes a lot of yeah, sense. You don't want All to right. get the colors running. Melting, all that kind of stuff. Thanks, 19. I'm sure it's a pain to, uh, Might to get, that a out, early, but get that out of the, out of the laundry. Never
2: too early. Before it's yeah, i got to keep him out of his mouth. Yeah, that, Step one.
1: Yeah. yeah um, so keep him bad. coming uh, with us online. I <laughs> uh, wanted to get your guys' opinions on a big story today. Uh, Matt Bush, former number one overall draft pick here for the Padres uh, 12 years ago now, 2004 draft. Made it to the big leagues. Called up by the Texas Rangers today. Three years in prison. Uh, the whole story of his, I mean incredible in a lot of ways in positive ways and negative ways uh i mean this is unlike a, any story we've really ever seen as people who had been already involved with the organization at that time long before i came
3: here i defer to you guys when you heard about that call up today what's going through your mind i was surprised number one uh you know but I, you know you look at you get paid his dues he's made a lot of mistakes and even right from when he got drafted it just mm-hmm. seemed like there was always something going on with matt bush and in uh Never getting his head on right and, 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 and taking baseball, I thought, seriously like, like you probably should have, you know. But now all of a sudden, now and you know, obviously three years of forced rest, yeah. you know, wasn't burning his arm up. Well, I'll they said that, he, he
1: was working in a Golden Corral restaurant in Jacksonville when a scout for the Rangers saw him. Was curious, said, "Hey, how can you still throw?" And he goes to the back of the parking lot, still pumping 95, and they bring him along. He was in the minors
2: this year. Now gets called up. He's a reliever now. Uh, Gracie, your take? Uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, definitely surprised, like Randy said. Uh, I can't say that I'm pulling for him. Uh, I have a lot of sympathy for people with addiction. Uh, you talk about Josh Hamilton and what he went through. But, you know, what Matt did, I mean, he almost killed a guy. Yeah. With, uh, you know, he, he hurt other people other than himself. You know, you hurt other people, that's a different thing. You hurt yourself, you come back from that, hey, I, I'll, I'll be happy for you. But I'm not rooting against the guy, uh, but I, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for him.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of Padres fans are people related to the organization. Mixed feelings, I think, is a good way to put the the news.
2: I understand that. And it doesn't have anything to do with him letting down the Padres on a physical basis. I mean, you know, some people carry that. I mean, whatever, the kid had issues. But uh, when you make some of the choices that he made – uh, it's hard to root for a guy. I mean, I, glad to hear he got his life in order. Hopefully, he can that's, make a positive contribution and, and really thing, do some good you know. things with whatever he's done. You know, if he makes some money now, actually do some do some good in life. But uh, you know, he's got a lot of uh, sins to atone. Let's for. see if he
3: can turn it into a positive. Let, let's I mean, let's hope. You know, I mean.
2: Again. You know, for, for the humanity's sake of it all. But, yeah,
0: you know. yeah we'll a see. I big mean.
1: profile on him back in spring training, ESPN the magazine wrote. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard of or don't know the full extent of the story, highly recommended reading. Uh, the Rangers actually have his father signed to a contract – To follow him around 24/7, make sure he's staying out of trouble, make sure he's reporting to everything on time. So they're taking. I think it's the right team
2: for if if he was ever going to make it. This is a team that's dealt with that with Josh Josh Hamilton. Hamilton. They knew how to handle him. They had him, you know, with a guy that was going to take care of him. So they know what it takes to to help somebody dealing with this kind of addiction. But hey, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, he always had talent. I don't think that was ever in question. That was never question. uh, Just a maturity issue and uh, you know some of the other stuff going on.
1: Yeah, very much so. It'll be very interesting, uh, no matter how it pans out, to see how it does exactly unfold. Uh, we're going to come back here in just a little bit to talk uh, tonight's lineup and to get the Supercuts Head-to-Head Challenge. Grace, your first one with some fatherhood mojo on your side. Ooh, ooh, Maybe yeah, you can unseat trooper who's on a winning streak of his own. We're lose. back with more Padres Social Hour after this.
0: We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
1: Welcome back, Padres Social Hour, getting things moving along, getting you set for that game, too. What a great stretch this has been for this team, by the way, dating back to that last Dodgers series, last 14 days, their winning series, or their splitting series, their are outscoring opponents, pitching's been great. This is this is fun.
2: And Bartolo no. Colon homered in that period. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's and, the thing. It's that, yeah. like you had that, and they're still playing good baseball. They didn't right. send him into a spiral. So. <laughs> no,
1: it's been, it's been very good. Um, we had a question come in here from, uh, from Brent, who had tweeted earlier. Uh, no talk about Tim Lincecum uh, picking up his personal catcher, Hector Sanchez, who had caught him a lot for the Giants. Uh, the reports were now that the Padres were one of the teams not in the running anymore for Lincecum. I think – Fox Sports reported that, uh, some other local media outlets as well. So I don't think Tim Lindsay happening, even with Sanchez on board. Uh, no, I don't. Get rid of that, that dream. I don't fans. think there's a correlation there. Yeah, not at all. So, uh, yeah, we uh, put an end to that story. Don't think we'll be seeing Timmy here at Petco anytime this summer. All right, time now for the lineup, which is uh, brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres got a lot of changes going on today. Mm. So it's John Jay in center field. Alexei Ramirez batting second at shortstop. Will Myers, not a hamstring injury. Relax. He's just getting a day off. Uh, So Alexei's batting second. Matt Kemp in right field third. Brett Wallace starting in Myers' place at first base. He hits cleanup. Melvin Upton Jr. in left. Christian Bethencourt starting at catcher. Then the lower third, Jose Perella at second. Adam Rosales starting at third. And Christian Friedrich making his debut this season with the start. Wow. So, uh, a lot of different shakeups going on there. Yeah. Now, yesterday in the game, uh, in the Supercuts Head-to-Head Challenge, Andy Halliburton picked Matt Kemp, Blooper picked Brett Wallace, and they both went 0-4-4. So, how are you going to pick a winner out of that? I don't know. Tough, right? Yeah. This is why my job's so difficult, guys. I decided Brett Wallace, he made that great play in the sixth inning when it was one nothing, runners at the corners, started a 5-4-3 double play, that Shields out of a big jam. To me, that was a big turning point, a positive influence on the game. So I gave Blooper the point as much as it chagrined me. You he know now what? has won three I in a row. I got Oro. a
3: fan that Blooper was in your ear campaigning this. I just got this funny feeling.
1: No,
2: he uh, – When I got to work today, I was like, Mike, could I give the point to you for Supercuts? And he – he, that was the first we spoke of it, and he said, I got it. So now, whether funny. he put
1: a couple bucks in my pocket at the beginning of the season for any close decisions, that is still up for debate. Um, but if, we'll leave that. If you he he, doesn't, have any, he look, doesn't have any money. There's
0: no right. way he gave you two bucks. <laughs> no chance. That guy Not did.
1: even two. Um, no, so Blooper is now he's, – he's a man unhinged. He's won three in a row. He's got a four-point lead. <laughs> that I agree with. I it's his biggest <laughs> lead of the season. <laughs> but, Gracie, the good news is you get the first pick today. I get the first pick. You get the first pick. First so, pick. anybody you want. Who you
2: got? Uh, let's go with the number one spot, John Jay. Been hot. I like the way he's swinging the bat, playing Always good center field when he's call. not uh, getting in Melvin's way. I dig it. Uh, yeah, but, right. As they ended woo. the game last night. But yeah, John Jay, that's the guy. All right, blooper over to you, Friedrich.
0: Ooh, wow. risky, risky. First Randy, you don't start? like that
3: pick. What? I'm just surprised. Wow. First week start. They've never seen I him. They don't you know could. what to expect. I figured you might want a little track record before you pull out He loves nope. left-handed pitchers. Yeah. You just like left-handers. Yeah. I'm impressed You're by you. are my that. inspiration. That impresses
1: me. <laughs> Blooper does love the pictures. He's taking them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is the 10th time he's taken a picture in this this year. The couch has only taken the picture twice. They're disrespecting the arms, Randy. you got to start talking to the, your guest, your co hosts, your co guests on they're the They're on
3: their own, man. I'm just glad I'm here and not there. And not there Uh on that side of the couch. (laughs) I like this.
1: Uh, All right, so that will be our Supercuts head-to-head challenge for tonight. See if the couch can end this winning streak that Blooper has all of a sudden run off. It's all on you, Gracie. I'm going to do it. Got faith. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up on Padres Social Hour when we come back right after this.
0: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour.
1: We're less than 20 minutes away from first pitch, Padres at Brewers. We are here in the AMR studio wrapping things up here on Social Hour. Uh, we talked about how it was Top Gun Day earlier. You just asked me, Randy, off the air. What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Well, I'm glad you asked because I have a couple of, uh, of national days tomorrow. Tell me your favorite. Tomorrow's National Archery Day. Ooh. Maybe a Fernando Rodney arrow Ooh. and maybe a little crossbow maybe. Yeah, Ooh. that's pretty good. It's National Dance Like a Chicken Day. <laughs>
2: what the hell? At, yeah. a, at
1: weddings or maybe a blooper tomorrow we get to dancing like, like a chicken, chicken wow. Wow. Also National Miniature Golf Day. Go Wait play 18 minute. but that's you know get done idea. in like a half hour. Think Gosh. about that.
3: Miniature Golf Day. That's nice. Pretty good ones, yeah. Actually all I three like of those that. together that's a pretty eventful day. So here I'm going to blow your mind. Dance like a chicken on the miniature <laughs> golf. <laughs> is
2: there is there a <laughs> national nothing day? And then what do you do on National Nothing Day?
1: I think there is, but other people have stuff going on too,
2: so it's like Oh, they're just it competes. Yeah, it's competing. But like can you actually celebrate National Nothing Day or
3: does that defeat the purpose of National Nothing Day? that a nothing day you just yeah, yeah but you dog. can't
1: you can't celebrate it because then you're it, doing somebody you nothing. talk
3: to what are you doing nothing,
1: uh, uh, nothing. also nothing. Billy Joel day at least here tomorrow yeah. you guys excited absolutely wow. the can't piano man
3: the transformation of this ballpark Amazing. from a
1: couple yeah. days ago to what we see now right outside of our studio That's a here big yeah set man right yeah big something we'll talk more <laughs> about it tomorrow in depth but favorite Billy Joel song huh favorite Billy Joel song you don't have not your not your style Really? Interesting. I thought everybody liked
3: Billy Joel. Well, I mean, I like Billy Joel, but I mean, I don't have a favorite song. All right.
2: How about you, Gracie? I'll say Piano Man. Wow. I Origi- know. Original. So original. I'm not the biggest Billy Joel fan, but, uh, you know, all-around classic uh, artist. You're going to be at the show tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be here. All right, nice. blue. you got a favorite kid. song?
1: You Down <laughs> Easter Alexa. It's me and my brother's karaoke gem. Oh, can you imagine? We've already seen Blooper as a baby. Can you imagine him singing karaoke? The middle oh. of the night. I also like yeah. the middle oh, of the night. That's a good night.
2: one,
0: too.
1: That's good. Uh, you'll find out my answer tomorrow because we're going to talk a lot of Billy Joel, so make sure to tune in. That's going to be at 2.30 with Bill Center and Jordan Carruth joining me here in Padres Social Hour. Let's see if the Pots can make it four in a row tonight. Let's go. Hey, you two, you can be my wingmen anytime.
0: Oh. No, one you can one, be mine. One last oh. Top Gun
1: reference. <laughs> Thanks for watching. This was Padres Social Hour.